0: Podcast. It's okay, Jacob. Always first. Podcast? podcast. Podcast. Podcast.
1: Podcast.
0: Podcast.
1: Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to na 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 podcast, the Batman podcast for people from the future. I'm Danny.
1: And I'm George.
0: <laughs> you had a lot of trouble with that one. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. George, what do we watch this week?
1: Batman Beyond.
0: We practiced this. The movie. The, the movie. <laughs> uh, that's right. Jacob and Wallace are both off this week. Wallace has been off the last six months. Uh, but Jacob is, is gone. Uh, and our old friend George Hardig from our Super Friends episode. You
1: know, we love him.
0: Over over a year ago, that was a, quite a while ago you did that one, back uh, when we were just starting out.
1: It was uh, a great experience, I love the games that we played during the podcast. We played
0: Bill or No Bill. Bill or No Bill. Go back and... A lot of people
1: might remember
0: that game. A famous episode we did. Go back and listen to that if you want to hear about the Super Friends, but this episode we're talking about Batman Beyond, the, the movie. movie. Not to be confused... With Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which was a movie, this is not a movie. Even though it's called Batman Beyond the Movie, it's a compilation of six episodes that were released on DVD of the show Batman Beyond. We had some trouble. We skipped over this originally in our run. We're going back to it because I wasn't sure if this existed. I saw rumors of Batman Beyond the Movie, I saw listings of it, then when I searched for Batman Beyond the Movie, I just got Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which is a movie based on Batman Beyond, but it's not Batman Beyond, the movie.
1: And it's also surprising that you didn't get any more porn Batman pulled up in your search yesterday.
0: Oh, we've done a lot of porn <laughs> Batman. We've done four Batman porn so far, I think.
1: No, we've done... Number five.
0: We've done we've three, but we have two more coming up. And uh, uh, Rose Asking do is going to do... The Dark Knight Triple X in, a, in a, about a month or so. It's going to be really fun. But we're not doing that this time. We're talking about Batman Beyond the Movie. George, what is your history with Batman? Do you know Batman? Do you like Batman?
1: I just want to say I'm excited for next week. Dark Knight Triple X. Not Nothing next week. says sexy. Like gritty, dark. Dingy scenes. Not next week. Where Batman don't, is trapped in a sand cave, don't all by himself.
0: Don't tune in next week expecting that. It's not going to be what you hear.
1: Uh, I know Batman uh, from Danny because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't like he doesn't stop talking about Batman. George and I go way back. We've been friends a lot of Batman. We so we're young children. He has a Batman snuggie actually. I do have a Batman chuggy. When me. I went to take a piss, uh, when I came over here. There was also Batman staring back at me yes. above the poster.
0: I've got a couple Batman posters scattered around the apartment, including one of Batman on the toilet above my toilet.
1: Yes, that's correct. So, Did I know a lot about Batman from listening to.
0: But Game you never, you've never been a comic book guy. Have you watched Batman movies or TV shows to any extent?
1: I watched The Dark Knight, and I remember. Did the we see Batman that? No, we didn't see that together. In the early 2000s.
0: Batman begins?
1: The guy from The Shining in
0: it. Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Are you talking about Batman 1989? Oh, is that
1: it? Yes. I don't know when that was from. Anyways, I know a lot about Batman. I'm like a pretty much Batman expert.
0: We saw uh, Dark Knight Rises together.
1: Yes, I did see all the Dark Knight movies. Yes.
0: They were pretty good. Do you see all the 90s? The 90s quadrilogy? Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, or Batman and Robin?
1: I remember something about Poison Ivy. That was Batman and Robin. I didn't like that one.
0: Nobody did. I, I'm one of the few people who really enjoys that one. Yeah. A lot of people, it's considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, George Clooney, people, when they approach him on the street and say that they watched that movie, he gives them their money back for that movie. <laughs>
1: What a hero. Yeah. I really liked also the, um, Penguin one. Where there was Batman a
0: penguin. Returns. Yes. With Danny DeVito. I
1: remember Danny DeVito. Yeah, he was a great Penguin. The he was great. The perfect Penguin. He was great. I mean, he actually, they just filmed it at his house, which is actually the sewer. So,
0: but this is not Gordon that. Out. This is Batman Beyond, which was a cartoon show that came out when we were kids. You didn't watch this, though.
1: In the future.
0: In the future. It takes place 2039.
1: When people used cell phones to communicate with each other. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible.
0: Gigantic cell phones. <laughs> so you, you never what? Were you a big Saturday morning cartoon guy as a kid?
1: Um, I think I i think I think was banned from watching Saturday morning cartoons or something. You were banned? They like, my parents didn't like them. They said that they were... Negative reinforcement.
0: Band makes it sound like it wasn't your parents. It was like the cartoons made a decision that you're not allowed to watch them. It sounds like you got too... I you got, excited. <laughs> you took off your pants watching Saturday morning cartoons. Like, no, not... Can't have this is not appropriate.
1: I mean, you know what I do on Friday nights. Like, we stayed up prank calling, like... 800 numbers trying to order, uh, tigers from Australia.
0: That's right. We, we had a lot of, uh, when we were about 12, we did a lot of friend calls. Um, but, but you, you didn't watch Saturday morning cartoons. I didn't know this about you. No,
1: it's not really, not really a thing.
0: Cause I remember we, we it would have been a little older than this. I think we were in high school. I remember staying at your house and, For whatever reason, it it was you and me, and I think someone else was there. Maybe it was our friend Steven. Um, But you guys fell asleep, and I just could not fall asleep at all. And I just kind of ended up watching TV by myself all night. And then about 7 in the morning, your brother James came in and wanted to watch some dumb Naruto or something. I don't know. Oh, God. And we got in, like, a big fight. Because I'm like, I'm already watching this show. He's like, no, but it's my house. So I can change that's the true. channel whenever I want.
1: House. My brother owned my childhood house growing up. So
0: Yeah. is uh, Your your parents have like, some gambling issues. I mean, what do, you, they,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say about it? Like, <laughs> he has bad taste. A lot of like people the, like Naruto, but they're wrong, so that's yeah.
0: fine. I don't know if it was Naruto. It was something I didn't want to watch. Or
1: Full Metal Alchemist or something.
0: It was something anime, I think. Or... I maybe it wasn't even anime. Maybe it was like SpongeBob, and I didn't want to watch that. He did love SpongeBob.
1: Oh, that's probably it because, uh, was it Cart? not Cartoon Network? Was it Cartoon Network? Shows? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. No. It was Saturday morning? It was, uh, like Fox. A lot
0: of shows, a lot of good channels did Saturday morning cartoons. Fox
1: are the, the big ones.
0: Fox was a big one. Uh, um, this would have been on the CW, I think, or WB back then. Yeah. The W W-W- W.
1: WWB They renamed it the W B after they got in a lawsuit with the World Wildlife.
0: <laughs> the so World like Wildlife Wild 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 Buddies. Buddies. <laughs> um, so but is. so James was watching Saturday morning cartoons. Was it you specifically who were banned?
1: Well, I I just stayed up like really late the night before and just slept in. Like I didn't, I didn't want to wake up to watch cartoons. Like but the no, cartoons can be on any time.
0: At this point, we were in high school. I'm saying in general, were you banned and James was not.
1: Um, I I think my brother just had more patience with like waking up early and stuff. Like I don't, I don't wake up early for anyone. I see. Even as, as a kid, or anything.
0: even as a kid, you would not wake up early. <laughs> no,
1: it's it's something that's changed.
0: This is the the difference between you and me. I was I was really into Batman Beyond. I watched it all the time.
1: I watched a lot of South Park, and
0: uh, South Park was. It taught me
1: lessons about life.
0: Yeah. I, I'm a big South Park fan, but that came later for me. I I did not get into... Maybe I watched it. Because I think these two shows, South Park and Batman Beyond, probably came out around the same time.
1: Well, I remember... I I, lo- I loved watching South Park, and then... If you could speak uh, up a little bit. I loved watching South Park. And then, when I was in... I don't know... When I was in middle school, my dad walks in my room, throws the movie on the, on the bed, and he's like, uh, don't tell your mom. And so I was like, oh, I'm sold.
0: The movie meaning South Park the movie. Yeah. Which was a movie. It, it was an actual movie. Yes. It was not a compilation of it six South Park episodes. In no, in between the episodes. Like Batman Beyond was. Mm-hmm. So Batman Beyond, do you know what Batman Beyond was going into this? Because we watch this together.
1: You know, you have regular Batman, and it's like right, right beyond that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bed, bath, and Batman Beyond. Bed, bath. We talked about renaming the show for a while, and I think at this point we've given up on that idea. But I like the idea of renaming it: Bed, bath, and Batman Beyond.
1: Yeah, it goes a little deeper than the regular Bed, bath. Yeah. Beyond.
0: My favorite name is still Batman, 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 Batman podcast. That's still what I'm fighting for.
1: Yeah. I mean, keep keep trying, man. You'll get it. <laughs> One of these days you will have a really successful podcast.
0: <laughs> when the people can actually find. <laughs> uh, so, Batman Beyond came out in 1999. Ja- very beginning of 1999. January 10th, 1999. Almost 20 years ago at this point. <coughs> and it it is about uh, Batman has retired. Bruce Wayne is retired at this mm-hmm. point. He's gotten too old to be Batman, and this new character Terry McGinnis steps in and takes over the mantle.
1: Very brave. Very brave. Very brave.
0: It's a the chronology of Batman Beyond is a little confusing because we see Bruce Wayne's last day as Batman, both in. Rebirth, the first part of this, and in um, uh, Return of the Joker, we see two different versions of his last day, Mm -hmm. and they don't sync up at all.
1: Well, it's interesting because, you know, everyone knows how Batman started out. It's like, you know, first he was a small bat child, and he slowly (laughs) ate enough fruits and uh, bugs to become a Batman. But, uh, you know, not a lot of people know about his last day hmm um so obviously in this one his last day he was like jumping into a window he's trying to do stuff and they started getting like robbing sensations in his so annoyance.
0: we watched this movie together uh-huh. were you asleep
1: because no, he didn't look like no, it no. <laughs> so uh so he goes in there he's like trying to save this this girl yeah and she's cowering in fear from
0: she's been kidnapped a bunch of people and you see a bunch of goons. Sorry, who, not
1: people. All men. Yes, hundred percent dudes.
0: Uh, big sausage fest. This is
1: we're talking about 1999 here. This is not the height of like Me Too or uh, I think this them too or whatever.
0: This takes place slightly in the future. I think this takes place 2019 or 20, 20 2009. It takes place so 2009. Twenty thirty. Uh, the the first scene takes place 2009 oh, and I then it jumps thirty years in the future.
1: Anyways, in the first scene, Batman saving a girl, cowering fear. A bunch of guys standing around. Smooth. He's not
0: hes not dressed like Batman as we think. He's dressed in the suit that's totally black and kind of skin tight, no cape.
1: Oh, that was supposed to be like futuristic.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a big red bat symbol across his chest. And he's got rocket boots and he's got these kind of red wings. He's wearing the Batman Beyond costume. Mm-hmm. But it's Bruce Wayne. It's not Terry McGinnis.
1: 'Cause it's so far in the future, two thousand nine. So that's what happened and then he started having, you know, throbbing sensations in his loins. He starts he, to, he has a heart he attack He has to go to the police and uh, then he leaves and he never comes back.
0: He has a heart attack and this gangster's beating him up and he is on the ground having these chest pains, his heart attack, and he's gonna get killed, so he grabs his gun and he points it at the gangster. And this is a big moment for him because he's made this lifelong pack, never to use guns, and he's forced to, to do this. And so he rescues the girl, but he's just traumatized by the fact he he didn't even fire the gun, but he used a gun. He threatened someone with a gun, and he, he rips off his mask, and he just kind of limps away, and he shuts down the Batcave, and he says, never again. Never again. In Batman Beyond Return of the Joker his last day is he's dressed in the normal bat costume he fights the Joker Joker stabs him in the leg and that's how he gets the limp that we see in the future he's walking with the cane in this his last day is Batman no limp no cane no leg injury
1: not a lot of people know this but both of those accounts are actually wrong his real last day <laughs> he was uh he was sitting at his desk filing paperwork <laughs> And He stares long and hard at his, at the clock, keeps ticking, 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 and then his butler surprises him with a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And he basically you know, invites all like the you know the babes from around town. The babes. The uh, the rich rich babes, the the hip babes, all mm-hmm. the good ones. And he throws, like, a huge party at his mansion. I and really then, hope this is going somewhere.
0: Yeah. This is <laughs> the longest.
1: That man, uh, he's, he's like, you know what? I did it all for you. And then he marries the butler.
0: Nope, not leading anyone. <laughs> just such
1: a long story for nothing. Well,
0: I'm a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> you may be the worst storyteller on earth. <laughs> Uh, so the real answer is this is fictional. This is something that doesn't matter to anyone but me. I'm obsessing about this too much.
1: Danny, mm. canon is very important when it comes to whatever you're talking about.
0: Maybe the answer is just that the, the stab in the leg that I overestimate how much damage it did, and that's not the cause of the limp. Maybe he just got it because he's an old man. He just has a king he's old. Maybe that's the answer. Uh, so then it skips 20 years into the future, and uh, so, so we're, um, 20 years passes, Gotham has changed much in this time. So it wasn't tw- 2009, it was 2019, it's next year. Uh, Gotham has changed much in this time, and Derek Powers has taken control of the Wayne Corporation. It's now called Wayne Powers. He's been increasing his power and wealth by gobbling up smaller businesses. A teenager dressed as a clown climbs under the public elevator and starts making trouble. Just then, Terry McGinnis deals with the clown and grumbles, Joker is with a Z. He, the clown, he, he's dressed kind of like a, like a jester. He does this thing where there's like a, like a TV on the elevator. And he has some, a can of futuristic looking spray paint. Mm-hmm. And he sprays like just some green squiggles on it. And I, I really feel like they wanted to draw a dick, but it was a kid's show. Because he, he drew, like, right in front of, like, the mouth of the news anchor.
1: No, I really like that interpretation.
0: Yeah. Because then he says something to this woman about, like, oh, you laugh, so you got to give me money. And it's like, squiggles aren't a joke. If he drew, like, a dick going into the news anchor's mouth, I can see how that's a joke. It's doing pretty
1: good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a TV, so the image is going to change... Like in the next couple seconds.
0: Yeah. It wasn't a well thought out joke. It wasn't a lasting joke.
1: I feel like they give themselves too much credit.
0: <laughs> well, it was a better joke than just squiggles on the TV.
1: I have to say, compared to the Scooby-Doo episode that we reviewed last time... Not Scooby-Doo, Super Friends. It's actually called Scooby-Doo and Friends. But
0: we watched uh, Super Friends on a different episode we talked about Scooby-Doo meets Batman. It
1: was much more interesting than this one. This episode... Actually, all the episodes. Very uninteresting. This I was, highly recommend them.
0: This was so much better than that. What are you talking no, about? No,
1: no, no. It was, uh, it, it was overplayed, overblown.
0: You do not remember what Super Friends was like then. This was a thousand times better.
1: I was kind of bored. So, he, he makes a joke. What's yeah. the next... Let's let's just go over the... Because you're like a joke guy. You like jokes. Sure. You tell jokes on your little... Uh, with stage podcast podcast. Yeah, you have your podcast jokes yeah okay you're a joke guy so i'm
0: a jokester we i'm a jokey boy so
1: what are the jokes that were we're done in this three episode series we got the the drawing a wiener and on a reporter's mouth mm-hmm. then we have uh jumping like bouncing on someone's car with a motorcycle yeah that was a joke yeah that was one of the jokes that they had
0: I feel like you're not understanding the role of the Jokers. And
1: then the other joke was just murdering someone's dad.
0: So the (laughs) the the Jokers with a
1: Jokers a a twist
0: Jokers with a Z. They're they're a gang that takes inspiration from the Joker.
1: But the Joker's like geriatric now. He can't move.
0: He's dead. He's dead at this point.
1: So he's like kind of. (laughs) he's not gonna go outside too
0: often he's he's mostly dead as far as everyone knows he's dead he died like 30 years ago Uh, so but they they kind of dress sort of like they're they're violent criminals dressed like clowns and they they take inspiration from them violent is
1: in quotations there.
0: they beat people up
1: they never show the third picture though they're like look at what happened the first time and then the second time and then the third
0: one well you're you're jumping ahead and that was not the Joker. you're thinking of something else
1: I'm not thinking of anything else. I'm thinking of the Joker's from the Z. Uh,
0: but the the Joker's it's 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 uh, kind of a nihilistic clown. It's not a, a funny clown. It's uh, laughing at the the absurdity of the human tr- uh, condition. It's nothing matters, and it's all a joke. It's like the comedian in Watchmen.
1: So would you say this Batman Beyond contributed to the? Uh, Batman with Christian Bale? In. Well, Batman. <laughs> I'm like super dark and stuff, and I like, go in caves all the time, even when I'm not in my dad cave. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I don't know that there's too much influence from this in I think the Disney. How so?
1: so? It was like nihilistic or something, whatever you say.
0: <laughs> but that's been in. S- since the '40s, that's the Joker character.
1: He's, he seems like a good guy.
0: Do you not? Are you not familiar with the character of the Joker? Yeah,
1: he's like he's. I mean, to be fair, the Joker character did all himself.
0: You can you can speak up a little bit. No, job. I, I
1: not, never mind. The Joker character did all himself, but you
0: know. Are you talking about uh, Hugh? Um, I'm so bad with actors' names. Not Hugh Hefner, not Hugh Laurie, Hugh, not Hugh Grant, Hugh, not Hugh Jackman. I
1: don't
0: think it was Hugh. Heath Ledger. Heath
1: Ledger.
0: Yeah. You talk, he didn't off himself. He had died of a drug overdose. Well,
1: anyways, it seems like a depressed
0: girl. <laughs> oh, God. Um... So so he gets into uh, Terry McGinnis gets into a fight with Nelson Nash at a school. He's like a in a wrestling match, and this guy just the other wrestler spits on him, and so he punches him. That's some anger issues.
1: Very moving. I mean, the motivations for the characters are spectacular.
0: Well, he's angry. He's like uh, like Marty McFly in Back to the Future. He doesn't. So
1: there's this girl that's always doting for him she's like driving in places and he's like listen i just gotta hang out with this dude or like an older guy or like you know is his girlfriend wrestling and stuff
0: his girlfriend dana <laughs> played by uh
1: she even tries to like do things that he likes to do like go to sporting events like with slapsticks or something hmm. like who knows um, but uh, she's like trying to get on his level and like interest him in things and he's just like completely abandoning her at every every time that he can ditch her he's like listen like I'll save you from the Jokers but then I'm going to go like fight them and then leave you <laughs> and then go hang out with this old dude okay
0: that, that'll give you that is a problem with him uh, this is girlfriend Dana played by Laurie Tom who also played Amy on Futurama uh, but yeah he does seem Tend to want to uh, just fight people more than be around her. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he's just like, well, I could hang out with you, but instead I'm gonna go fight
0: people. I'm looking at the the cast list for for this movie, and uh, uh, top build we've got um, Terry McGinnis, uh, Will Friedle, who played Terry McGinnis. He's also uh, Eric from Boy Meets World. You ever watch we that show?
1: Forget the Boy Meets World.
0: Kevin Conroy, who plays Batman, Batman the Animated Series. He's back as Bruce Wayne. Um, then we've got Linda Hamilton from Terminator 2 as uh, Dr. Stephanie Lake.
1: Was she the liquid chick?
0: No, no that was celebrity. Ink. Um, she's not... listed. it on ice. Uh, George Decay plays mis- Mr. Fix as Big Tough Goon. That was a weird choice you don't think of George DeKay as a tough guy voice
1: I mean he's it's it's because it's strong and calculated that's what he's supposed to be he's not supposed to be just like a bruiser he's like a uh, intelligent bruiser
0: okay you, you've got a he's kind of a so menacing a so he's not just a yes. bruiser he's like the second he's like kind of the lieutenant to the the, the main mm-hmm. villain um, two other people I want to bring up Rhino Romano played a kidnapper. He also plays Batman in The Batman. So he moved up from kidnapper to Batman in a later TV show. And
1: You know a lot too much about Batman.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, Also, playing the role of the uh, news anchor is uh, CCH Pounder. This person is listed as CCH Pounder. The CCH standing for Carol Christine Hilaria. Pounder. Pounder. I don't know where the Pounder comes (laughs) from. (laughs) Um, But that's that's what she's credited as. So he he gets into a fight at school and then uh, back at his house, um, Terry's father... Gets this this message from his coworker, and he meets with his coworker. Has these dark patches on his skin, and uh, the the coworker gives Terry's dad a disc, and is dragged off by Mister Fix, the the guy played by George Decay, the lieutenant, the big strong man. Uh, and Powers, the the CEO of Wayne Powers Company, he summons Warren to. Uh, he summons. Terry gets his dad to clear up any misunderstanding. He explains that Tully simply had an accident, but he's going to be fine. Powers asks if Warren has anything Tully gave to him, and Warren says he doesn't. Upon returning home, Warren reviews the data on the disc and comes distressed and is shocked at the information. Terry tells him he's leaving, but Warren forbids it as Terry's grounded, despite the fact he didn't start the fight. After a brief argument, Terry leaves in anger. As he leaves Powers' hitman, fix. Watches and grins, seeing that Warren is now alone. So Terry goes to a nightclub, and uh, where, when he's there, he's attacked by the Jokers.
1: Well, actually, his girlfriend is.
0: His girlfriend is. Uh,
1: they wanted to actually give her a squeeze. Is what they said. Is that what I. I must have. They wanted to give her a squeeze.
0: I must have walked and, uh, out of the room for that part or something. Because yeah, I thought they attacked him because he attacked the other Joker.
1: He, uh, he would not allow them to give her a squeeze. Even though they really wanted to give her a squeeze.
0: To give her a squeeze?
1: I don't know what that means. But I think you it's can what guess. they do in 2039.
0: I think you can guess what <laughs> give her a squeeze means.
1: They're on motorcycles. Maybe they're like going to a juice bar or something.
0: You think that's what that is?
1: get some shakes get there's
0: some a weird thing we CDs. noticed where some of the cars in this are hover cars but not all the cars
1: yeah and the motorcycles are
0: definitely the, the motorcycles motorcycle. are not hover
1: but there's a lot of hover vehicles
0: i i wonder because i haven't seen this in a long time and i'm maybe it's more clearly defined later on but there could be some kind of a class thing going on where, like, maybe the richer people drive hover vehicles and the poorer ones drive tire vehicles. I, because it seems like just such a weird thing to have both those things at once.
1: I don't think so. I think, actually, if we did have hover, hover cars, that's how it would be.
0: In the sense that, like, it wouldn't be a changeover, like, all at once would take time? I guess so. I, I guess it just seems.
1: I feel like that's the one accurate part. It just, although they don't, they have actual drivers too, so they don't like have, you know, Google Maps. Right. In 1999.
0: They don't that. have like uh, uh, driverless cars. Yeah, but it just feels like I don't know. It just the contrast feels weird to to me. It feels like they, it feels kind of inconsistent. To sometimes they have. Uh, even like forklifts, some of the forklifts have wheels and some of them forklifts. are hover forklifts. It feels like you should be choosing one or the other for this universe.
1: I mean, sometimes, you know, you got to fly your forklift. Okay, so this is what happened with the forklifts. The forklifts were a big scene, but it was because this liquid woman.
0: Okay, you're like, jumping way ahead. Wait,
1: wait, let's jump to this part. Which okay. part are we at?
0: The third episode. We're, we're in the first episode. You're talking about All right, the third. Let's talk about the first episode. Okay. Uh, so Terry heads out of this nightclub. He gets attacked by the Joker's, and um, so Terry fights them and he grabs one of their motorcycles and flees. He he chases uh, the Joker's chasing him. He, he goes down this this old uh, road, and he he swears to avoid hitting an old man who's just standing there in the middle of the road with his cane. Is kind of solemnly standing there, and uh, the Joker's catch up with him. Just then, the old man reveals himself as Bruce Wayne. That's not right. That's that didn't happen in this. He doesn't say he's Bruce Wayne.
1: Uh, no, but the he the main character does blurt out. Oh, that's Bruce Wayne.
0: No, he doesn't. Cause later on, he's like, uh, "Thanks a lot for saving me, Mister, Mister." He doesn't I even mean, watch
1: it again, but he does shout out like Batman or something. Like he says like oh my god he definitely does not say batman he says something like that like you should rewatch it because he definitely said something like it wasn't batman that said it it was the guy riding the motorcycle he's like oh shit that's like batman or something maybe
0: maybe maybe he said there's mr wayne um so bruce wayne and terry they, they beat up the jokers gang but Bruce suffers from his weak heart, so Terry takes him inside and gives him medicine. But the old man falls asleep, and he's—he's uh, he's so far from his house. Is he's, he's outside of the gates on just like the street in front of his house, which is—it looks like a solid mile. No, and he was just standing there. What was he doing? Just waiting. Just waiting.
1: Dude, if I was an old person, I would definitely. Like yeah, I'd hear those uh, engines pulling in down the street, and I'd be like, "Hey, kids, stay off my lawn." I'd be like, you "Get my belt off, give you a little whipping."
0: But they're not coming near his lawn. He's the got a whipping, Denny. He's got a gate around his lawn. They're, he's stopping them from coming near his lawn. From going yeah, to, the, exactly. to the street in front no, of you. No, no lawn. that's the
1: whole point of being old. You gotta claim stuff that's not even yours. You're <laughs> like, this, the area around the lawn is also my property. Even on the richest man <laughs> in like all of the city.
0: You're visiting your grandmother here in New York. Does she does she like to stand outside her apartment building? Is making sure no one comes near the building?
1: I don't think my grandma ever was like a typical old person. She just was, just fighting anyone she, who comes near the building. She was the only grandma I knew in the '90s to know how to use email like successfully. It's impressive. It was very impressive at the time, but uh, I don't think she's a typical old person. I feel like. I work in. She could be angrier.
0: I work in customer service, and I can tell you, there are a lot of people in 2018 who are in their 50s who do not have an email address and will not get an email address. Who will tell me I I refuse to get an email.
1: I'm off the grid. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I live in New York City. I can be off the grid.
0: (laughs) These people will tell me, like, no, I'm old school. I just faxed. I'm like, you're 45.
1: You just faxed? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I can see yeah, I have your birthday list in the computer. Uh, you're 45. <laughs> emails were a big thing since you were, like, in your 20s. You have no
1: excuse. Yeah, you're like, wait a second, sir. Do you, do you have a car phone? <laughs> like, what are you using to call me right now? <laughs> what are we talking through? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Would you like me to just, uh, like, like send a telegraph? <laughs>
1: But seriously, the guy's obviously calling on his uh, cell phone or his uh, smartphone, which is connected to an email address. Doubt, like no doubt, like whether he has access to it or not.
0: Maybe it's a landline. Bullshit. I don't, I don't know. Maybe some of these people. I, I had a customer who like insisted they needed these uh, these papers like right away, and so I'm like, okay, no problem. What's your email address? Like, oh, I don't have email. I like, go. Oh, Oh, okay, well, uh, we could we could fax it to him. No, I don't have a fax machine. Well, I don't know what you want me to do here. I can I can mail the papers to you. Like, no, I need it today. I'm like, well, what what do you want me to do? You're
1: in Michigan. I don't know what you think the other options are. This this, this would not fly in Batman Beyond. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, so, so Bruce Wayne, suffering for his weak heart, Terry takes him the four miles back into his house. Mm-hmm. But the the dog Ace the Bat Hound, um, they don't say the Bat Hound. he's clearly a reference to the classic Golden Age Batman I mean, sidekick Ace the Bat Hound, the dog who wore a mask so no one would <laughs> know which dog he was. Uh, he he's barking at Terry outside the front door, prevents him from from leaving. So, uh, Terry's just kind of wandering around the house, and he notices a bat trapped in Bruce's clock, and he opens up the clock to try and free it, and he finds this stairway down into the bat cave. Well, he also
1: makes a joke, uh, with the clock. He said, I'll let you out, just don't bite me. Good joke. Well, it's because the bat and the Batman, he bites Bruce Wayne and becomes bat powers.
0: That's, n- that's not... The, the lack of knowledge you have about Batman is stunning.
1: I thought that's why the joke was funny. Like, why would he make such a bad joke then?
0: It. I don't think it's even a joke.
1: That's what he said.
0: He doesn't have bat powers.
1: What do you mean? he bat powers? He doesn't have bat
0: powers.
1: <laughs> He'd shoot bat juice out of his... What do,
0: what do you think bat juice is? Explain to me what bat juice is.
1: <laughs> is that stuff that they, they put in the breakfast cereal? badgies.
0: Milk? Are you talking about milk? He <laughs> squirts milk.
1: <laughs>
0: it always bugged me that Batman has so little to do with a bat. Like His costume just really doesn't look anything like a bat at all. He like a little
1: flying squirrel, really. I, I
0: think even that's a real stretch. Like the ears like they they don't look like bat ears. He doesn't have wings. He's got this cape. It's not really that bat-like. Nothing about gadgets or a car. None of that is bat-like. And then Batman Beyond. I feel like it looks even less. He doesn't even have a cape. I mean, bats don't have capes either. So
1: technically, that, exactly that one is <laughs> correct.
0: But the capes are similar to wings.
1: Yeah, I, I always remember him in a cape. Yeah. Because then sometimes the cape turns turns into metal and, like, deflects bullets. But in this one, he doesn't even deflect bullets. He just dodges them.
0: When did he deflect bullets?
1: With his cape? Yeah. do deflecting bullets. No. Yeah, that's where his cape would turn, like, metal, and then he'd deflect bullets. When? <laughs> know, when did this happen? In, like, Batman Returns or something. Or
0: Batman, it did, that did not happen to any of night. those movies. No.
1: Okay, so how does the Batman get past the... Uh, like the guy that talks about darkness, like you're only born in
0: darkness. You're, you're speaking way too loud. People are going deaf. What is the one? Bane. 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 Yeah, how does he deflect
1: Bane's bullets
0: then? Bane doesn't have bullets. Bane doesn't use a gun. Yeah,
1: they were shooting all the police.
0: He's just very strong. But well, maybe his goons had guns.
1: So how did Batman deflect the bullets? He
0: didn't deflect bullets. Go back and watch it, alright,
1: Danny. I, I watched a lot of Batman. When
0: was right. the last time you watched that movie? Ten years ago. Yeah, exactly.
1: He did not deflect bullets. Are you saying the movie's changed in ten years, Danny? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah,
0: that's that was my point. Uh, so, he discovers a secret passage that leads to the Batcave. Upon seeing the costumes, Terry learns Bruce's secret. Bruce is Batman. Bruce attacks him from behind and angrily throws him out. Upon returning home, Terry finds his house in shambles and the words ha 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 written in graffiti all over the house. Actually, just ha ha. Ha ha. The police are there, as is his mother. Uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but his parents are divorced. So, separate homes. Uh, They inform Terry. Terry has two dads. Nope. But now he has one dad. Nope, not even that many. Zero dads. There's never a second death. We'll
1: see. Well, Wait until episode 13, Danny. It's going to blow your mind.
0: Technically, the serious finale, you find out that Bruce Wayne is his biological father. But that's not something we're talking about. It's a plot twist.
1: Just like Star Wars. Didn't
0: make a lot of sense. <laughs> Got, okay, Actually, you're kind of right about that one. <laughs> I'll give you that. As uh, so they inform Terry that, that his dad has been killed... And the jokers are apparently responsible. At the funeral, grief-stricken Terry moves into his mother's house, and tearfully expresses his regret for not being there to help his father. We we talked about this a little. His parents are divorced, and the 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 widow going. I mean, this is probably
1: why he keeps acting out in school.
0: Sure, but the the widow going to her ex-husband's funeral. What do you think is the, the amount of time before it starts being weird? If they have been divorced for like six months, of course she's going to go to his funeral. If they've been divorced for like 30 years, does she still go?
1: I don't know. She has like his younger half brother with him.
0: His. Well, it, we were talking about. Uh, uh, that would be his son. We're talking about his. She wasn't married to Terry. This is Terry's mom. Yes. She was married to Terry's dad. You Terry. following so far? Okay. Terry's dad dies. His it's parents. two dads. Nope. One dad.
1: So wait, when she got divorced, though, did she have, like, another husband? Is that why she has another son?
0: No. I, I think just the one, one dad.
1: No, there's, like, another son with her. It's like a... Little
0: kid. Yeah, I think that happened before they got divorced.
1: Uh-huh. Well, they split up the kids. You know, it's, it's tough on the family. That's why you have to be a Batman. But That's when why you, I was a Batman when my parents got divorced. Did you ever turn into a Batman when your parents got divorced? A little bit. For, for as, your your as to as, as two men who have both had parents go through divorces. That's correct. What effect about the divorce made you want to turn into a Batman?
0: I wanted to be Batman way before the divorce.
1: That's good.
0: I was, I was just looking for a reason.
1: My main issue was that there was so much crime <laughs> and that clowns <laughs> were committing the crimes. Right.
0: Your, uh, the clowns forced your parents to get divorced. They, they wrote ha-ha-ha all over the, the divorce papers. They
1: did, yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, your parents had been divorced probably seven, eight years, more than that. Nine years, ten yeah, years,
1: eight or nine years.
0: Do you think if your dad were to die today, do you think your mom would go to his funeral?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. She's completely insane. Yeah, she would love that.
0: Do you think the other way around? Would your dad go to your mom's funeral? I, don't
1: know. I mean, would it be bad?
0: I don't know if it would be bad. I'm just I'm just asking the question. At what point does it start to get weird? Like, how long do they have to be divorced for? Depends or is there how a she point?
1: Died. Like, if she died. Like, saving if she died, like, like, children from a burning building, then maybe it would be appropriate.
0: If she died choking on another guy's dick,
1: maybe it'd be weird. Dang. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if she died, like, uh, like, throttling Hitler, it might be, like, a negative thing that that'd would be, cause him not to want to go.
0: That'd be weird for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Pretty first of all stuff. Hitler's
0: been dead for like 80 90 years He's
1: probably rock hard you know?
0: <laughs> no I don't I don't think so at all
1: well anyways uh, I think I think that's a that's it's an odd question and I don't know if it would really matter I mean it I think as long as like the the two sons are there
0: I think that's I mean
1: they just they were covering it because it's like entertainment tonight like it's just like the
0: yeah, the news is covering this.
1: Yeah, It's just a news channel. It's not like anyone's actually asking that question. The news is just like
0: no. I'm the, the, pondering. The show is not asking that question. I'm asking that question. No,
1: the news lady did ask that question like, oh, like the widow also arrived at the thing.
0: Well, she didn't ask it as a question. She stated it as a fact. I'm asking the question, is it weird at some point? I, th- I think when you have two underage kids, I think it's there, there's no question that I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. I'm saying, say, say that they got they got married in, uh, like, in college. I mean,
1: as long as there's no other dad, like, she's probably going to get all the inheritance anyways.
0: But Sure, but I'm saying, all right, let's assume, forget all this, let's assume there's this couple, they get married in college, um, and they, they were married for six months, and they realize it was a mistake, they get divorced, they don't see each other again they in their 80s she dies is it weird if he shows up at the funeral and says i'm her ex-husband
1: well they they at least were they got divorced less than 10 years
0: yeah but if it's been 70 years they were married for six months at that point is it weird for him to show up and say i'm her ex-husband i belong here it's
1: very dependent on the situation again
0: but that situation i'm describing is that weird
1: not at the face of it, like if they were like friends and stuff.
0: But I'm saying they never saw each other in those seventy years.
1: Uh I mean then it'd be weird, but like you can still do it. Like sometimes it's just you gotta crash the party, you know. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's important. People role. wanna
1: have their funerals and you gotta go. I mean who hasn't seen uh wedding crashers? Uh
0: Tara discovers that the, the, the disc among his father's stuff, and after reviewing the data, he begins to suspect that the Jokers may not have been responsible. And he runs off, that Powers' people are watching him and see that they've found the disc they're looking for. Terry goes to Wayne Manor after Dana drops him off there and tells Bruce what's happening with the gate, gate intercom. Bruce pretends to ignore him, but eventually lets Terry in to investigate. That's the end of part one. Part two... Bruce reviews the data on the disc and discovers that Wayne Powers is making a nerve gas that can completely destroy healthy cells. As he fumes over this information, Terry assesses the final Batsuit. bat Batsuit. Bruce tells him to leave the suit alone and tells him to take the disc to Commissioner Gordon. Terry wants Bruce to do something about it, but he refuses, saying that Batman is no more.
1: So it's at this point that you are told that what the, what the evil substance is that they're trying to disperse. Mm-hmm. And then you also learn what the antidote, antidote is for the substance. Mm-hmm. So you know at some point someone is going to get hit with this, and then they're going to need the antidote. Right. And what kind of superpowers are they going to get from this? Because obviously if it's a completely negative thing, they get superpowers from it.
0: The antidote is radiation.
1: Oh, radiation. Radiation. That seems like something that you might get some superpowers from. That's <laughs> interesting. Um, We're getting bit by a bat, whatever it is.
0: Uh, so he... One thing that always strikes me as weird in this is Terry's looking at this suit, and he's like, Oh, the suit's uh, 20 years old. But it's still cutting edge. There's no... Your tech-
1: regular bat jets, you're Bat wings. Bat rings. <laughs> but
0: there's, there's no technology ever at, at this point in time. Maybe a hundred years ago, you could, there could be something like that. But uh, technology moves so fast, no matter how cutting edge it was 20 years ago, it's no longer cutting edge. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No. The most high-tech thing 20 years ago is no one
1: it's the least technical thing it's like it's the thing that we use for icons to tell us what the thing used to be yeah like the the old floppy disk is the save button it's like you would never actually use a floppy disk but we still use the save button
0: like the best computers of 1998 if you had that computer now you'd be like i this computer is garbage this is unusable
1: it'd be pretty slow yeah. Probably very incompatible. Yeah. As a computer myself, <laughs> I know
0: these things. Yours has a degree in uh, computer sciences. Mm-hmm. So, what would, what would a computer from nineteen ninety eight even have in terms of like, like, like a hundred gigs of RAM? So
1: I didn't buy a computer till like two thousand three or two thousand four, and I had uh, probably. I think it was 500 megabytes of RAM.
0: 500 megabytes?
1: Megabytes of RAM in 2003.
0: Oh, wait, that's, that's RAM. That's not storage.
1: RAM. Well, RAM is uh, for running programs. For right. storage, I mean, you'd have like, you know, 20, 30 gigs. Like, so not that bad.
0: It's uh, Now, like, an average computer would probably have... Like, like, not a top-of-the-line, like, an average computer's probably got four or five gigs of RAM,
1: right? Uh, no. no? Usually, like, 16. 16? But they also, they change RAM every iteration, so it's uh, four times as powerful. So, like, one stick of RAM from back then would be, or sorry, one stick of RAM from now would be equated, even as the same size it'd be equated to like i don't know like 64 times the capacity
0: so one stick meaning one gig or what is one one
1: stick whatever equivalent stick is so like you have one gig here one gig here compare them side by side this one's still 64 times faster
0: i see so one gig to one gig it's 64 times each gig is 64 times as much
1: yeah, because it's like four times for each iteration. So if it's been four iterations, then you have like 64.
0: 64 times four?
1: No, dude, it's four times four times four times four. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's, yeah, three iterations.
0: Uh, so like 256 times as fast? No, 64, only three, like three iterations. Oh, three, so 64 times as fast yeah. But it's more of RAM. This is a very boring conversation, the podcast. Say uh, an average computer 64 times as fast.
1: I mean, compared to now, it would be about one one hundredth or more or less. Yeah, one one hundredth or less of the computing power.
0: The idea of uh, and that's only
1: fifteen years ago. That's not twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, the the idea of a piece of technology from twenty years in the past and this is the future. And technology gets faster and faster as it progresses. Progresses. Each generation of technology is they're getting shorter and shorter. Uh, the idea of technology from being from twenty years ago being cutting edge. Yeah, is It's like Still pretty good, but it, it wouldn't even still be pretty good. Any any computer you have from 20 years ago is garbage now this
1: aol cd is still pretty good but not cutting edge
0: this aol cd from 20 years ago may be old but it's still cutting edge no it's not usable it's useless now
1: the service no longer exists sorry
0: this n64 is still cutting edge
1: (laughs) oh man I think that would actually be the time period N sixty four. It's about so that yeah. way I it. Yeah. N sixty four versus like PS4.
0: Yeah. Versus uh, uh the switch.
1: Yeah.
0: Playstation one versus Playstation Four.
1: Switch. I haven't used the
0: Switch. As Terry walks away, Derek Powers and his henchman Mr. Fix, George Decay, nearly run him down to their limo, hover limo, and demand the disc back. Terry gives back the disc and manages to escape with his life, knowing powers will be looking for him. He, he does kind of a move where he has the disc hidden in his sock, I guess. He kind of, or in his boot.
1: Boot pocket. In that boot pocket.
0: <laughs> he throws it up in the air. It's also, when we say disc, it's like a CD, but it's, it's, lo- yeah, it looks like a, like a GameCube. CD like that size, like a very small, and it's shiny on both sides.
1: I mean, it's just like a regular disc.
0: I was assuming it had data on both sides. Were you not oh, assuming that's that?
1: That's what you got the impression of.
0: I w- I'm guessing.
1: I don't know. Is that not how you took that? Thing the like our authors could think of. Do you remember? It's like a smaller CD.
0: <laughs> Do you remember? I think it's called dual disc. Do you have any memory of this? Yeah. It, I, I believe that was the name. It was a, a technology that never went anywhere, and I remember reading an article about it and uh, them touting it as like the 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 first real challenger to the CD. That this is going to bring down CDs. And it was basically just it was basically just a CD. It was a CD that had like the music on one side, and on the other side was like a DVD, and. <sighs>
1: There's your answer right there, dude. Yeah. It's probably a great piece of technology.
0: I think there's like four albums that ever came out on this, in this format. It did not go anywhere. It never challenged the CD. Uh,
1: What is that thing called again? I
0: I think it was Dual Disc. I think Bruce Springsteen put out one album on Dual Disc. Uh, I gotta look this up and see if I'm, I'm even right about this, the name of this. Uh... Dual disc. One word. Dual disc. A type of double-sided optical disc. Discs. 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 So it's it's about twice the price of a CD to make. Um, Some dual disc titles included Mr. A to Z by Jason Mraz, In Your Honor by the Foo Fighters, and that's, that's about it. There weren't many of them.
1: <laughs> Those are the notable ones.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think there were... Yeah, Wikipedia is a full list of the titles that were made. There were 15 of them. So it did not get very popular.
1: Didn't seem like a great idea anyways.
0: Nope. Um, so back in... Uh, back in Batman... Um, K- Kaz Kaznian Minister of Commerce Vigos egens He's a Russian guy, basically. Looks Russian, talks Russian, acts Russian. Uh, he's greeted This created- is 1999. Yes, yeah. so, I mean, he arrives in Gotham. Is greeted by Powers at Wayne Manor. Bruce is watching on this on this on the TV when he hears Ace barking, and he finds out that he's been tied up. Finds that Ace has been tied up. Bruce didn't realize he had been tied up.
1: Ace wasn't really tied up. He was just, like, tied, like, by his collar to the fence.
0: Yeah, let's say you tie up a dog. You don't need to hog-tie yeah, a dog. Yeah, he wasn't, like, hog-tied to the fence.
1: Yeah. Well, the viewers can't see the film, you know. I,
0: I think the, the, the listeners understand that dogs can't untie knots. So just tying his collar to the fence is sufficient. I a dog. This
1: isn't just No,
0: no, no. A dog. Ace, the bat hound.
1: It's a mouthful.
0: No wonder didn't catch on. <laughs> uh, so Terry has stolen the, the bat suit. Terry in the suit clumsily flies towards the Wayne Powers building and eavesdrops drops on conversation between Powers and, and Egan's. Uh, as evidence of the gas's lethality, Terry, uh, uh, Powers shows Egan's footage of the gas being tested on plants, then on a calf, and then photographs of Tully after his accident. That's Terry's dad's friend after the accident. Those are the photographs that you, you mentioned earlier but the you thought the Joker's gave it his powers. Uh, Egan is impressed, and Powers assures him the gas will be shipped out that very night. Mister Fix will personally see to it. After Egan's leaves, however, Powers is concerned that Terry is still alive. Fix is, tells him not to worry, revealing that he is the one who killed Terry's dad. Security guards discover Terry and attack. With the power of the suit, Terry is able to evade them with ease, but he receives a call from Bruce, who demands the suit be returned. But Terry refuses. Angered, Bruce activates the kill switch on the suit, paralyzing Terry. The guards find he can no longer fight back and pummel him. One of them aims a gun. Bruce shows mercy on Terry and reactivates the suit. Batman is such a dick. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is a huge
1: dick. Yeah, he's just the old guy who's like, I want to yell at these kids in my lawn.
0: Yeah, or near my lawn
1: skateboarding on the sidewalk. Typical.
0: Bruce, th- this summary is like a little generous in their explanation of this scene. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to... I'll say my understanding of it, and then I'll go with what, what they say. But he, he tells him to go to the... Um, he says in this building's end, which is the Wayne Company building, uh, he says that there's a, a uh, broom closet. He says, go to the broom closet, and then just push against the wall, and, we'll push
1: hard. Yeah. Can't
0: push hard. Uh, and and it turns out there's like a secret passage. It says he tells Terry, uh, how, does, how do they phrase it? They, they, he tells Terry about an escape route that he's built in the building. He did not say I've built an escape route in the building. He says, push against this wall. And then he never explains why there's a trap door. He just
1: went right back into Scooby-Doo Batman. And yeah. it was like, the wall switched around and then uh, instead of like, I, I don't know, this guy obviously hasn't had formal training, but I don't know how hanging upside down like in a, like a busy like working area mm-hmm. is a good hiding spot.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not, he's, they see him. find him instantly. Yeah.
1: And the same when he was like hiding and listening, like spying on the, the main guy. He's just right. like, standing around a corner. Well, and they're like, wait, there's the guy that, standing in the middle of the hall. That,
0: I'll give him, because he's not in the middle of a hall. He's not on the outside of a building, on like a window ledge. And they are just patrolling the window ledge
1: and see him. I thought he was
0: in a hallway. No, no, no. He's on the ledge of the window.
1: The art design is just phenomenal. <laughs> you can really tell that you're immersed.
0: There's a big fight with the, the guards and uh, Terry throws a batarang, which... Uh, shoots Powers out of the air. Uh, T- Terry throws a gas canister, with which... Uh, uh, Terry's throwing these gas canisters. Par- uh, powers is there, the guards are there, there's no, a big fight.
1: Powers shoots the batarang, and then he says...
0: This is what it's getting to, yeah.
1: And then he says, just like skeet shooting.
0: Not how skeet shooting works. You don't have a pistol, and they're not shooting the skeets at your face. <laughs>
1: you're
0: not trying to hit you nope that's not how that works at all
1: yep uh but you know he's like a rich guy so he's supposed to like know all about that kind of stuff
0: I I guess ski tuning is kind of a rich guy sport I guess so
1: I don't know why he said that like I don't know
0: yeah I no I I'll I'll give it to you I think it I think uh, I think it's kind of a rich guy thing to do takes some money to um they're not super expensive but it Cost uh, those clay pigeons are a couple bucks a piece. And they start to add up. You gotta have a membership to some place. To,
1: membership. Gotta get
0: guns. Why are you arguing against your own point?
1: Guns. I'm not arguing. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. I I assumed that was what what they were trying to get at it was like.
0: I think you're right.
1: He was trying to be a rich guy, and they're like, "What's the richest thing that you can shoot batterangs out of the sky with?"
0: <laughs> just like. Eating a pile of money.
1: (laughs) 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 Just like when I send back the meal, even though it's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like paying 0% in
1: taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, that's not funny. That's just like a political commentary. (laughs) You're supposed to be a comedian. Uh,.
0: Terry throws a battery in which, which power shoots. Then Terry throws a gas canister, which power shoots without thinking. Exposed himself to the gas. Shit. Terry flies after the hovercraft. Boarding the hovercraft, Terry confronts the pilot, only to find out that the vehicle is an autopilot.
1: And it takes him like a couple of seconds. Then he realizes what autopilot is. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a pilot.
0: Uh, he's attacked by Mr. Fix, and uh, Terry officially declares himself Batman and fights him off. The hovercraft falls in the ocean, bearing its cargo and fixed together. So wait, did did Batman kill
1: somebody? No, you didn't actually see him die, so he's alive. And plus, it's George guy; he's gonna come back. <laughs> come on. I don't think he does. That'd be
0: ridiculous. That morning, Terry's mother wakes up and tells him that Bruce is there to see him. Bruce offers Terry a job as a part-time assistant, which Terry accepts, knowing that the offer is really to become the new Batman. Back at Wayne Powers, Powers is exposed to intense radiation to eliminate the gas. The radiation succeeded in saving his life. However, the radiation therapy combined with the gas's mutagenic properties radically altered Powers' body. He's now emitting radiation so powerful his skin is translucent and he appears as a glowing green skeleton. Seeing himself in the mirror, Powers begins to laugh maniacally. Those are the first two parts Batman of uh, Batman Beyond, Batman Rebirth. Um, let's talk really quickly. We're not going to do all six episodes of Batman Beyond the movie. We'll talk briefly about uh, the third episode Blackout. A lone truck driver.
1: Or as I call it, Liquid Babe.
0: Yeah. It's basically Batman fights a, a liquid woman who's. Uh, there's no real explanation in this about where her powers come from, but she is able to turn into liquid, and she sneaks into to this uh, secure facility and steals uh, something. I'm, I'm not sure it's ever, ever really clear what she steals. The next morning, Bruce heads over to Derek Powers, who greets him, but smoothly, smoothly hides the files on his desk asking Bruce not to touch a black statue in his office. Bruce says that he isn't there to take Folk and Train of Wayne Powers, but warns Powers to stay off the backs, back of Fox Teca, a business owned by Lucius Fox Jr. Lucius Fox being Morgan Freeman in the Dark you Knight movies. Forget. He's Batman's friend, and this is his son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Batman. So... Um, I don't wanna go into great detail about this, but he, he ends up uh, fighting this um this liquid woman ink I N Q U E and she can kind of make her body liquid or solid however she wants and kind of she's a lot like Clayface, if you remember that villain. I mean
1: who could forget?
0: <laughs> but she can kind of turn herself into a beautiful woman. She's working together with powers and she uh in liquid form, just kind of attaches herself to the Batmobile and rides it to the Batcave and, uh, she sees Bruce Wayne there and she, she, he doesn't, she doesn't know who he is cause he, um, he grabs this hat and, and mask from, uh, he, he's got all these display cases of different heroes around and one of them is the gray ghost who's, uh, appeared in the Batman the Animated Series. Um, Ink grabs that and covers his face with that So she won't know who he is And he Early in the episode they, they found out That she was uh, water was her weakness So Bruce hoses her down Wearing the gray ghost costume Ink revives herself And tries to head upstairs But Bruce blocks her way with an electrified steel door She moves to the ceiling And causes a roof to collapse She also tries to crush her two enemies Using Bruce's giant penny He's got a little weird stuff in that bad cave <laughs>
1: He does have a giant penny.
0: Yeah. There's there's two...
1: Cons- I guess it's uh, kids back then knew what pennies looked
0: like. There's these two really consistent things in like Batman from like 1937 to 2018. Whatever else is in the Batcave, he has to have a giant T-Rex and a giant penny. Those two things always have to be there.
1: That's
0: penny, bro. There's... Been a lot of different stories to explain that penny. I don't think there's one consistent <laughs> explanation. It's his first adventure with Two Face. I think is sometimes it's the first thing with the Joker. A lot of times he has a giant playing card, jo- giant Joker card. But not always. He did have a
1: Joker card in the
0: cave. Yeah, I think it's frequently in the Batcave, but it's not so as here's consistent. How
1: I this episode. They had uh, the first episode laid out. You know why Batman was getting replaced and who was replacing him. Mm-hmm. Second episode laid out his mortal enemy, uh, radio guy. Mr. Yes, powers? guy. And then the third episode was a liquid bait. <laughs> and so I don't think it fought, flowed particularly. Flowed?
0: Flowed. Like a liquid?
1: Like a liquid. It did not flow like a liquid. But so this, her motivation, being a, a woman who is able to turn from liquid to solid, her motivation is money, and Powers yeah. has all the money. Right. So she can turn into like anything that she wants, and the one thing that she really wants more than anything is money.
0: Yeah, I, this is why I kind of skipped over this episode quickly because I I don't really think this belongs, even though. Technically, Batman Beyond the Movie was six episodes. I don't see this as part of that. I think Rebirth Part 1 and 2 were very solid two episodes, two parts of one story. This is not... This is a very episodic thing. It's not really part of... It's part of the Batman Beyond story, but it's not part of the Rebirth story. It's just its own... You could not watch this and And not... And then they end with a
1: quip about how... Like, they froze this liquid chick... Using
0: Mr. Freeze's freeze gun.
1: Oh uh, yeah, of course. Mr. Freeze's freeze gun. And then, uh... So, she turned into, like, a bunch of shards of frozen liquid girl. Ice. And... It was, it's like, you can see the liquid girl, like, encased in ice, yeah. basically. Anyways, he says... They drop her off at the police station because, like, obviously the police have a special liquid (laughs) holding tank and, like, fish food that they, like, put in the tank. Yeah. And uh, he says, keep it on ice. And then they fly off into the night and the episode ends.
0: They also have not presented the police with any evidence that she committed any kind of crime. She was, just like
1: she was a liquid
0: girl, though. <laughs> they're just saying to the police, "Hey, here's something. Figure out what it is <laughs> and or keep it on ice." Yeah, and The police are like, we can't, we can't just lock somebody up. Yeah, that was the
1: first time that they'd interact with the police. Yeah. in the whole series, too.
0: You haven't even accused her of a crime. We <laughs> can't just lock her up just because you brought her here. That's not enough. Yeah. So that's there's a couple more episodes to it technically. They were
1: great episodes, honestly. The the last three were some of my favorites. (laughs)
0: Uh, That's all we're gonna address in uh, in in, for our episode of Batman Beyond the movie. So let's talk about where Wilfredell belongs on the. Nope, not time for a slow clap. Let's talk about where Wilfred Hope belongs on our list. Our big list of Batman. Our list of every Batman ever. Right now, he's sitting at number five. Uh-oh. Our top five, Christian Bale from Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. Kevin Conroy from Batman the Animated Series and yeah. also from this. Adam West, Michael Keaton, and then Wilfred El. Uh, Do you think he's... Based on this, Batman, uh, Michael Keaton was in The Batman with the Penguin. Do you think he's better than that? I don't
1: know. (laughs) Not even.
0: You're so not interested. Is is the rating
1: system like, uh, does it have accommodations for them all being tied for being Batman?
0: (laughs) Here's our rubric. Okay. So here's the, not rubric, but here's the, the guidelines we go for. So, costume, handsomeness, car, intelligence, Ability in a fight.
1: Handsomeness.
0: And gadgets. There's
1: so, no category for handsomers. handsomeness.
0: Handsomeness is not a category. So costume. What do you think of his costume?
1: I mean he was pretty handsome, but I don't know about his costume. Actually, I actually have no idea. I don't remember this Batman.
0: We we should uh, mention George is legally blind. <laughs>
1: so, I, I don't remember this Batman ever occurring. Like people ask you me about
0: just watch this.
1: No, the one that we were just watching? Yeah. So is it one to five, or like what?
0: Let's say one to five, sure.
1: Which one's the bigger number?
0: F- five. five. Five being the, the greatest costume of all time, one being the worst costume you've ever seen. What do you think of this costume?
1: So... I mean, it's probably like... I don't know. Like a four.
0: Four? It's
1: like a four. Yeah. It's like slim-fitting... Nice buff shoulders.
0: The listener's ears are just in pain. You got to calm. You got to quiet down, George. I mean, this it's, is way too loud.
1: I'm just really excited about. You got to stop screaming. I have to be honest. If uh, you're
0: listening to this and it sounds like he's quiet, I assure you he's not. I'm. I'm gonna have to go back in and edit this and tune him down. <laughs> he's yelling this to the top I am of his lungs.
1: Absolutely excited about this episode of Batman. It's one of my favorites, and I think he was a 10 out of 10.
0: You think four? Hulk. City. Four per costume?
1: Okay, so I have my own rating system. Sure. Uh, It's divided into hunks <laughs> and non-hunks. Okay, he so it's a two-point rating system. a hunk category. Kind of
0: a binary. Yeah, binary. Yeah. Okay, so he gets a hunk, so that'll be our sixth criteria. Uh-huh. So hunk or non-hunk, he gets a hunk. <laughs> okay. Costume. You have to
1: turn into something or not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Twisting my words. Uh costume he gets up for car. car. Car, he's got like a flying car, red windshield for some reason. All oh, the lights inside are bright red. Uh, but it can't fly. Looks kinda cool. It's it can shoot missiles. He blows up a forklift with a missile.
1: He did blow up a forklift. It's a completely unmanned forklift and he blew it up with a missile. Yeah. I don't even know, like the way he does business, he just takes the perp, he drops over the station, and then leaves. Right. He blows up, like, a forklift, because it's just... It scared him. It, <laughs> there's no explanation. It wasn't, like, headed towards his vehicle. No, he's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do he you doesn't think? use guns, though, Danny. No. Only missiles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what do you think of the car, though? Where does it go in the five-point yeah, scale? It
1: missiles. It's pretty cool. Ten so, out of ten.
0: It's out of five. Ten <laughs> so, out of eleven. I will give you a five. All right. Uh is he is he smart? Is he a good detective? Is he smart? No. No?
1: He had no idea what was going on.
0: So where's he going that? Is that a one, a two? Uh
1: I'll give him a uh
0: This is exciting podcasting right here. I'll
1: I'll give him a stable genius level intelligence.
0: I don't know how to put that into a number.
1: (laughs) Danny, I'm telling you, I use a different rating scale. It's not going to match up exactly. You have to translate some of the figures.
0: Right. So hunk or not hunk, he gets a hunk. Mm Car, he gets a four, a five. Car, he gets a ten out of five. Costume, he gets a four out of five. Stable or genius? He gets a stable genius. <laughs> um, is he is he good in a fight? Is he a good fighter. No. You don't think so? He fought like four guys at one point.
1: Uh, uh, once yeah, at but one it point. says he has ten times the strength, so he's only fighting four guys. It's like okay, if it's a fair fight, then he's fighting ten guys, but he's fighting four guys, and he's like, oh, this gives me ten times the power of one man. Obviously, he's not that great.
0: I think you could be really strong and still be a bad fighter.
1: Yeah, but it helps.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's also... Uh, strength is a, a part of... I mean,
1: did I not disprove your theory right there? No, you didn't at all. By, by proving the number game? Like, listen. If he's fighting ten people, then ten times the power, he's fair. He's evenly matched.
0: But I don't think we should be saying... Because he's strong, he's not... And also,
1: he's a wrestler. These are just, like, goons. He uses the suit to zip in and out of bullets, which doesn't make any sense because the bullets are also lasers, and then uh, he dodges all the laser bullets, and then he just knocks them down with his cape.
0: Uh, That didn't... It wasn't a cape. He doesn't have a cape. He's got wings.
1: Okay, well, he knocks them down with his wings. How are the wings knocking people down?
0: Well, he's barreling into him. is They're all shooting at him. His wings are under his arms. He is able
1: to get them all corralled into a small area and then just knocks into them like bowling pins.
0: Well, I think the fact he's able to do that points to him being a good fighter.
1: So the goons are so dumb, and there's only four of them.
0: We're not asking...
1: yet he is still a good fighter in your eyes. I don't think he's proved himself. Maybe you should just put unproven in in that category, Danny, because he hasn't proved himself. I think anyone who can... I mean, he was fighting a liquid chick, and he didn't even think, like, I should use Mr. Freeze's ray. He, like, waited, like, a couple... Like, a couple minutes. couple attempts at well, fighting water, basically.
0: Well, the first attempt... First fight, he didn't know that she was also, liquid.
1: Also, one of the worst bad guys ever is just the water guy. <laughs>
0: it's, uh... I think both... DC and Marvel have similar Spathetic. versions. Marvel has a Hy- Hydro Man, DC has Ink, and like four different clay phases.
1: I mean, how do they think of it, you know? How do they think of something as complex as having water be the enemy?
0: But I think you could be really strong and still not be able to fight four guys. I don't think Hulk Hogan could take on four guys at the same time.
1: Yeah, but Hulk Hogan.
0: Especially not four guys with guns. Hulk Hogan couldn't take on one guy with a gun.
1: Dude, Hulk Hogan is an American legend, alright? You're comparing two different things. You're comparing applesauce and oranges.
0: Hulk Hogan versus one guy with a gun. I give it to the guy with the gun.
1: (laughs) It's because he didn't have a suit that could dodge lasers. (laughs) Just because his suit does stuff, he's like, oh, it's like 20 year old technology that can dodge laser bullets.
0: Yeah, but that. Pretty good. Well, that brings us into the, the fifth category. Gadgets. How are Dodging the gadgets?
1: laser bullets. Didn't even have any gadgets to do that. And his well, only I gadget think, was a batarang.
0: I think the gadget is a suit. The suit is a gadget.
1: It can launch him up. It can fly.
0: It's super strong. It's super got those uh, listening things on the Which fingers. Which is not a gadget. Listening things on the fingers?
1: That's a gadget. Yeah. So it has listening things on the fingers. It has boot. Jets.
0: It's got claws they can use to climb things.
1: No one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> I mean, as far as like, if it was compared against James Bond gadgets, it'd probably be a fail.
0: Okay, so we've got Hunker, no Hunk, he's Hunk. Uh, suit is four. Intelligence is Stable Genius. Fight, for a good fighter, is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nope. gadgets are not no, James I said Bond. Unproven. unproven gadgets are not James Bond. Am I missing any categories? I think that's yeah, all. Missing this one. Um, intelligence, good fighter, costume, gadgets, car. What was the you rating the car? Ten the car. out of ten out of five. Ten out of five. That was a good car. Yeah. I think we got to bump him down on the list. I don't think... I think number five may be too high for him.
1: I thought five was the maximum.
0: Oh, no. Right now, the bottom was 48. Oh. So he's far from Jeez. the bottom. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 70, George. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a long way to go. There's a lot
1: of content there.
0: Uh, so the the point we always use is the the kind of the middle ground, is Val Kilmer at number 15. Val Kilmer is the point... He's the first one I say is... really bad Batman. I <laughs> hate Val Kilmer. Do you remember Val Kilmer in Batman Forever?
1: I don't
0: know. Okay, well, he's... I'm, I'm going to say he's better than Val Kilmer. There's no question. Okay, good. Um, in between... Val Kilmer and Wilfredo. We've got David Sherman from The Batman, a fan film. That was really good. I like that, man. The fan film? Yeah. We've got a lot of fan films they are very high. There's some good fan films. I think he's worse.
1: Um, How did he get to number five anyways? He came up with their stupid non-hunk rating system.
0: <laughs> uh, right below... David Sherman is Matt Culler from Demon in the Dark, another fan film. I'm going to say worse than that. But he is, he's definitely above James, uh, no, he's above Dolphy from James Batman. The 1966 Filipino Batman-James Bond crossover. They said his gadgets were worse than James Bond.
1: Like, there's a crossover between James Bond and Batman?
0: Yeah, Filipino one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Batman's oh, no. like
1: maybe like one below
0: that. Batman's got like a giant hand with like lasers that shoot people. It's great. Um, maybe no, like
1: one one level below.
0: I think he goes in between Dolphy and Matt Kohler. Uh, I've actually seen these movies, so I'm gonna put them there. Right.
1: Well, since you're wrong, I will disagree with you.
0: Well, you want to make your own podcast, and you can uh, <laughs> you can make yeah, your own. I
1: record like seventy episodes of a podcast tomorrow. Or something.
0: All right. So that's uh, Wilfredo now at number 10 on the list. So next week on the podcast, we're doing Arthur. Triple X. Nope. Just regular number of X's. (laughs) Zero (laughs) X's. Arthur, the the 2011 remake with Russell Brand, uh, which is a Batman movie. We're really stretching what it means to be a Batman
1: movie. But this qualifies this is more interesting than what we just watched
0: that, this was good would you recommend this movie
1: I would absolutely recommend it to anyone who's in 1999 if you're listening watch this it's it's basically just the future
0: I would recommend this movie I think Batman Beyond is great even though we put him at, at number 10 the top 15 spots are still very good I I thought he was great anything better than Val Kilmer it, everything's better than Val Kilmer. I hate Val Kilmer. Uh, the whole movie just looks like he's getting ready for a big old kiss. Uh, George, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Uh, I just want to say that, uh, Danny's cat is great, and you all should come over to Danny's house and hang out with his cat.
0: Come come hang out with my cat. He's a good old old cat. I just want to plug that. The very handsome cat. Um... Follow me on Twitter, at Danny Rathbun. Give me a friend request on Facebook. I'll friend request. I'll accept anybody. That's about all we got for this week. George, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. You want to lead us in a (laughs) Kareem?
1: Is this a new thing?
0: It's about 40 episodes deep at this point.
1: (laughs) Is there any backstory to this, or should I just do it?
0: Uh, Just go for it.
1: Kareem!